talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder is underwritten by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, cindyschulte.com, and Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us today and taking time and putting us on your schedule. Maybe you're in your car running errands, dropping kids off, going to the gym. But thank you for taking us along today. Picking up their coffee to sit at the coffee table with, with us. us. That's, That's right. right. We have a little chat. Chat. We welcome you all into the chat here. And ex- exciting things can happen here at Catholic Radio. So, so we've got some things coming down the road where you might be able to participate more in our chat. We've got I know. details to come later. So stay tuned. And are you excited, Julie, about the Women's Conference coming up this weekend? I am very excited. It's this Saturday and you still can get tickets. Um, available at iowacatholicradio.com. They're only $30, yes. and, and we're filling up. So and do you, you might... get nervous? Because behind the radio, we can kind of hide, although we do have the camera on today. Hello, if you're watching. <laughs> yeah, our four listeners, I wonder if they're driving. or We have six now. I just talked six? to two oh, more good, this good, week. Good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so but when you're in front of a crowd, it is a little different, isn't it? It is different, and we're, tr- we're hoping that we can kind of keep the same uh, style we have here on the radio and do it at the uh, conference, because we're emceeing it. Yep. If, in case you didn't know that, Tim, uh, we hope that you, you come up and introduce yourselves to us. We want to meet all of you. It's you. Get, we get so many great ideas and feedback from our listeners, and we do appreciate it. And we're here for you. We're very much here for you. Yes. And matter of fact, the things that you are interested in are usually the things that really draw us in as well. Yes. Yes. So please, please keep it coming. Keep Absolutely. It. Yep. Well, should we start in prayer? Let's do that. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Name the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, we got an exciting show today. We have Heidi Hess Saxon joining us today. She's written a new Lenten devotional with Saint Teresa of Calcutta, which I think will be fabulous. And I love the way she sets up her books. They're short little meditations, and it's a purse-sized book, so you can just take That's it with right. you on the go. Diaper bag, your purse, whatever we're you tr- can take, throw it in there. We're trying to get ourselves ready for Lent, and you and I are going to dare everybody to do Lent a little differently too. Yes, a new approach to Lent this year. So we're going to be talking about some things with that, and they are challenging. They are challenging. Oh, my goodness, yes. They, they are challenging. So that's what we hope to do here is challenge you to be holier women. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, the, it, it will be, it'll be in a it. positive light. Yes, positive yes, light. yes. So, yeah. But that's what Lent's about. Mm-hmm. It's about challenge, mm-hmm. and it's about going deeper and uh, forming ourselves deeper and making ourselves better apostles for Jesus and being open to that love that he has for us. And expanding ourselves beyond Lent. Yes, so it, it, take it, it kind further. of creates new habits. Yeah, so many people stop at the and Easter Sunday. It's like, okay, I can eat all this stuff. Yeah, and yeah it's like, guilty as charged. And you can, and you can celebrate, sure. sure. But the idea is that it's a lifelong, it's further formation for you, further growth. That's right. In Jesus. That's right. And loving Jesus. Well, hey, let's say thank you to Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Services. She underwrites Catholic Women Now and is an authorized independent agent. She and her team provide health insurance options from Wellmark, Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Iowa. And she just makes insurance simple for you. She's committed to helping prepare the future and protect what matters most for all of us. And she's not only sponsoring us, Julie, but she's sponsoring 
the Catholic, the Iowa Catholic yes. Radio Women's Conference. Yes. So that's exciting. And too. she'll be there on Saturday. I so, know. Cindy, if you're listening, come up and say hi to us. And all those people that we always tell our listeners, we always tell you what a great woman she is, and she's just so easy to get along with. If you want us to introduce you to her, <laughs> we'll point her out to <laughs> yes. you. She's a great, fun person. Yeah. Cindy Schulte.com, 515-226-2111. Well, we welcome to our show Heidi Hess Saxton. She's an editor and author of several books, including Advent with St. Teresa of Calcutta, and she was on our show talking about December. In yes. December. And now she has a new book, Lent with St. Teresa of Calcutta. And she's a busy lady. She and her husband have adopted two children who are now teen- teenagers with special needs. And uh, Heidi is an acquisitions editor for Ave Maria Press and writes for an adoptive foster and special needs parents on her blog, A Mother on the Road Less Traveled, where she also hosts an annual 40-day challenge to help Catholic couples enhance their marriage. This gal is a busy gal. She's well-rounded, isn't she? And now now we're going to talk to her about her daily reflections of Lent with Mother Teresa, St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta. That's right. Well, welcome, Heidi, to the show. Hi, ladies. Good morning. Thanks for having me on your program. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. So now you've got another book out um, featuring St. Teresa of Calcutta. And what made you decide to write a book about St. Teresa of Calcutta and Lent? Well, I I just love Teresa of Calcutta. She's just such a... um, uh, a, 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 She's sort of a spark fire. She just loved to go out and change the world, but she also did it in very small and incremental ways like she did much of her life was very hidden and very just reaching out to the next person in the gutter who needed her the next one and the next one and teaching her sisters to do the same and i think in that way you know we all look at think of mother Teresa as great uh, icon in catholic history and she was but there's another side to her that was very uh hidden and quiet and uh just seeking to obey God out of love for God. And that's the part of Mother Teresa that I think that we can all emulate, that we can all aspire to. And so this book on Lent, um, I've written um, out about short anecdotes and quotes from St. Teresa and in order to integrate them into you know, my own life, first of all, and then helping the reader to do the same uh, in their life. So each reflection is a very short, a couple of pages, you can read it with your coffee in the morning, or you can read it with your family at dinner time. But the idea is just take the daily readings along with a quote from Mother Teresa and finding a way to apply that to our lives, especially during Lent, which is when we get ready for the great joy of Easter. So, um, I, I, you know, it's funny, Heidi, because I'm thinking to myself, I would write a book about something that I wanted to hold myself accountable to. Many times I've done Bible studies, and mm-hmm. I do a Bible study because I'm interested in learning that. And so I'm wondering, um, how do you, you know, I'm sure, like I'm hearing you say, you were challenging yourself as well, but how do you know so much about Mother Teresa of Calcutta? Well, I've, uh, she was very influential in my conversion to the Catholic faith. When I was 30 years old, um, I became Catholic as an evangelical Christian. And um, I had discovered her while I was on a uh, short you know, vacation trip. I had traveled, decided to travel to visit some friends in Mexico. And um, I had slipped a couple of books into my backpack without really looking at them. And when I deep-dipped into um, the backpack while I was on the bus to start reading, one of them, was a heart full of love by Mother Teresa, which to my to this day I have no idea how that particular book got in there because I don't remember ever buying it or anything like that. But as I sat there and I read um, her her advice to her sisters and her story about uh, how she kept encouraging her sisters to do small things with great love, 
um, she, she just really um, spoke to my heart in a way that really changed the way that I looked at the world and changed the way that I wanted to live my life. And one of the most powerful lessons that I got from her is the idea that we need to love without agenda, which is one of the reasons why I do the 48-day challenge every year. This year it's Mother Teresa-themed. Other years I've done other uh, themes, but it's all uh, centered around, around the prayer of St. Charles of called Abandonment to God. I don't know if you're familiar with that prayer. No, and I was, uh, it was ever so every day we pray the prayer of abandonment uh, to God and entrusting our life, ourselves into his hands. And then there's a short theme for every day. Um, and some of it's, it's tied to the book, to the meditations in the book, but it's just one small thing that you can do to enhance your marriage. All you have to do is go to my website, HeidiHessaxton.blog, and uh, you can sign up with your, um, your email address put it right there in the space, and every day that meditation will be delivered to your mailbox. Wow. So it's very easy to do. Very, You can do it with your husband. You can do it by yourself and surprise your husband um, or get him to, you know, maybe join along with you after <laughs> after a few days. Bring the man um, in. I, <laughs> you know, this would be a great thing for people to do for their, for their Lenten um, yes. commitment, too. As, as a wanted, couple. Yeah, as a yeah. couple, yeah. Yeah, I love yeah, that idea. I do, I do too. I really right. do it starts, the meditation start on March 1st, which is Ash Wednesday, and it goes all the way through to the Saturday before Easter. So it's a great way to, to uh, just enhance that love that you have for each other and to draw each other closer to God at the same time. So listeners have a couple options with your book or going online. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Like Heidi, I want to kind of get back to what you're talking about, the, the Mother St. Teresa's um, whole thing about loving and opening our arms. And you, you had shared something with us the other day about close your mouth and open your arms, especially when we're parenting teens. I think uh, mm-hmm. that's a big thing right there. Right. And it can be really hard because teens can be very aggravating. Um, on page 55 in my book, I write about a time that Mother Teresa encountered this young man. He was a young drug addict on the street. And um, she went up to him. He, this was in London at the time. And she, Mother Teresa writes, I said to him, why are you here? You shouldn't be here. You should be home with your parents. The young man shook his head. Mother, I tried to go home, but they just keep, they sent me away. They couldn't stand my long hair. And Mother, and Mother Teresa was just so heartbroken. She tried to feed him. Uh, but he said, each time I, I go home, she pushes me out because I can't bear my, they can't bear my hair long. Mother Teresa says, I gave him some soup and sandwiches and we passed on our way back. We found him lying flat on the ground. He had overdosed with drugs. And so she, it was just such a sad story as a, as a mother of um, special needs kids. You know, I go into, I read that story and I think, well, you know, is it possible that the parents had younger children at home and they were afraid of what would happen? Or is it possible they had reached out to him many times and they had just gotten so burned out with the drugs and the drama that they just felt unable to cope with it. There's many scenarios there that are possible, but at the end of the day, you know, you, I'm sure that the parents would say heard their son had died. That must have been a terrible, terrible mm. burden oh, and grief. Yes. yes. And, you know, and I so, love the way that she just loved him. She, she didn't say, yeah. well, let's get you some scissors and cut that hair and send you home. <laughs> she, she just listened to him and, and took care of him and loved him where he was. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And her heart broke for him. Yes. You know, and as mothers, as parents, often that is the most important thing that we can do is allow our hearts to be broken for our children. Uh, <sighs> we can't fix the situation always. I think of a couple times in our lives when we could not fix the problems that our children had gotten into. We had to get help from the outside or we had to 
one case we had to have actually have one of our children live apart from us for a short time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually, it wasn't so short a time, but we had to just walk with him through this horrible, horrible experience and trust that God somehow was going to bring out something good out of it. And so this story from Mother Teresa, I, I read this with, you know, my, and I feel my heart break again. But, you know, as as Christians, we can't be afraid of letting our hearts break out of love. We can't be afraid to be courageous in our love and to take those small steps out of obedience for no other reason. Today, uh, there's a morning, there's a reading this morning from the book of Sirach. It says, you know, of forgiveness, be not overconfident, adding sin upon sin. Say not great is his mercy, my many sins he will forgive. For mercy and anger alike are with him. Upon wicked he alights his wrath. Delay not your conversion to the Lord. Put it not off from day to day. If there's something in your heart that's keeping you from God, God urges us back and not to put it off and not to wait, because we don't know how much time we have. We don't know when our time is going to be, God's going to call us. And so Lent is the perfect time to take that very seriously and to look at ourselves and say, God, what do you want to do? Where do you want to heal me? Where? What do you want me to offer back to you? Absolutely. And that's something that... Mother Teresa teaches us to do that in a very powerful way with small acts of obedience. Well, this is Catholic Women Hour, visiting with Heidi Hess-Saxton, author of a new book on St. Teresa of Calcutta with Lenten Devotions. Heidi, you know, we're talking about mothering, we're talking about parenting, and, you know, you've gone through some difficult trials. But St. Teresa of Calcutta had a relationship with Mary, who is the ultimate Catholic mom. Can you tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit more what that looked like? She would just always lead people to Jesus, and all true devotion to Mary always leads us back to Jesus. But there's one story in particular that I I love about Mother Teresa and Mary, oldest two, actually. One of them was whenever she had a great need in her heart, she would pray the Memorare ten times, nine times as a novena, and then the tenth in Thanksgiving, trusting that her her petition was going to be answered. So she would just have, she and her sisters would just pray the Memorare ten times in a row, and then leave it in the hands of God, trusting that God would take care of it. Uh, because, you know, Jesus always listens to his mother, as I think was the thought. But one of uh, the one of the other important lessons that I learned from reading uh, the words and the life of Mother Teresa was that she wants us to take Mary with her everywhere we go. Uh, there's a story in one of her books about how the um, government of India once gave her two train tickets, two lifelong train tickets for herself and a companion, that she could get uh, travel anywhere in on the continent that she wanted to go. And so as the Feast of Fatima came up, she brought a large statue of Mary and put Mary on the seat beside her, and she was going to take it to a remote village to celebrate the feast with them, and she wanted them to see, see Mary, and so she brought the statue. And the conductor came down the aisle and saw the statue there and gave her a hard time. Says, your ticket is for a companion, not for baggage. (laughs) And she she said, Mary is my companion. Mary goes with me everywhere I go. She is not baggage, and I am not (laughs) going to pay. (laughs) Definitely not baggage. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Well, this sounds like uh, a book that could be very informative as well as meditative with all these stories that you've been sharing with us today of St. Teresa of Calcutta. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Now, is this appropriate for um, a group use, or is this more individualized, Heidi? It could go either way. As I I was um, writing it, I was thinking it would be really nice for someone to share around the dinner table, or if you are together for, you know, in some kind of small group setting, it could be a nice thing. It is a daily meditation, so 
if a group meets every day, maybe, a, you know, at work or something like that, that could be a good use of it. Well, and you Sometimes know what's exciting just, is mm-hmm. Iowa Catholic Radio is having a women's conference this weekend, and they're giving away two baskets, and your book is in both That's baskets. Right. So we're excited oh, to wonderful. share that. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm, heading up, I'm heading up to Wine up in Minneapolis. I saw oh, that that was going on this weekend, too. Yeah, well, I hope and you get so, there safely with the snow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she will. The Holy Spirit will be yes, guiding her. That's yes. true. Well, how can people find your book, Heidi? And more about you. Uh, well, great. You can go, of course, to my blog, uh, Mother on the Road, Less Travel, and just type in my name, dot blog, Heidi dot blog. You can buy the book through Franciscan Media on their website. It's available on Amazon. And I also have just found out that it's available through Target. So I if think... you have a Target near you, yes. that's you can wonderful. go to Target and get yes. it there. Yeah. And our great. local Catholic bookstore carries them as well at Divine Treasures. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. So they're everywhere. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's, Got a week to get them before Lent. your local stores. That's right. <laughs> yes. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you, Heidi, for taking time and joining us this morning and being on the Catholic Women Now. And good luck to what you're doing and um, keep up the good work for Christ. Thank you. Have a great conference. Thank, thank you. you. Well, you're listening to Catholic Women Now. We're broadcasting from the Mercy Live Up Studio. Uh, we're at 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM, and streaming live on Iowa Catholic Radio. We have a Catholic Radio app, Iowa Catholic Radio app that's free. I mean, you, there's no reason not to listen and find us here right now. Right, and yeah. you can find us on Facebook as well. Yes, Julie always puts some fun things on there. So, so we're, we're heading out to the Catholic Women's Conference this weekend, February 25th. You still can get tickets. They will... Um, um, maybe allow some walk-ins, but I think I would suggest you get your ticket now. If you have any poll to go, ladies, listen to that poll. And don't let the poll of, of laundry or anything else. Or you know, weather. Don't let, I mean, if we're going to be indoors here. this weekend, what a better place to be indoors than with your gal pals and Jesus. You are, you are meant to be here this weekend. Uh-huh. I really feel like there's, you know, if there's something stopping you and it's minor, you know what? Ignore it. You gotta come. It's it's important for your soul this time, That's especially right. in preparation for Lent coming up on That's Wednesday. That's right. It's perfect for that. Yes. But yeah, if you're feeling that nudge, don't ignore it. That's mm-hmm. Holy Spirit nudging you. Holy Spirit, and you're He'll respect here. your will, so you need to act on it. You need to act on That's it. That's true. So. That's true. Well, speaking of Lent, let's talk about how we're daring our listeners to do it differently. Oh, this is great. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, Chris. What you got there? Well, my first one, and, and, and daring to do Lent differently, I was listening actually to Barbara Heil speak recently. Who and is a speaker she, at the Women's Conference this is, weekend. She is, and she kept talking about offering a sacrifice of praise. And I thought, okay, sacrifice of praise. You know, for me, it truly is a sacrifice to just be in a prayer of praise because one, I don't do it well. I always have a lot of petitions. So you and go with asking all these things. Oh, yeah. That, and yeah. I'm, I'm a, I, I think, think that's common. Yeah. I think a lot of us do that. And maybe if we think of praise as kind of like a footnote at the end, you yeah. know, oh, like, oh, thank you, God. Thank you, <laughs> yes. God, you know. <laughs> And you know, for me, and I kind of feel like the uh, the man in the temple. Oh, you know, Lord, poor poor soul over there. You know. <laughs> well, that's you know, and I always have so many people and things that I want to pray for that I kind of go, oh yeah, and hey, thanks, you're a great God. You know what I mean? I forget that, okay. and I don't. I, thanking Him is another thing, but to affirm our Lord and to worship Him. I mean, you know, everybody likes to be affirmed. That's and every, right. You know, you do that for your friends. So a sacrifice of praise would be to challenge ourselves to either do more of it or to maybe choose one day out of Lent or maybe all days out of Lent that all you do 
or just to say offer a sacrifice five times of today I'm going to offer praise and right. then, then it's measurable at the end of the day right. so you can see yourself improving because you will be improving practice and stretch yourself yes, yes. I'm going to try really hard to do sacrifice and it is a sacrifice of praise because I have so many other things that I want to tell the Lord he knows them yes. he knows them though yes. I need to just take time to love him well and that can be that can, you can look at that as that's my gift I give to Jesus when I go in prayer yeah. you know he yeah. gives us so much which brings us to the next one of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and gratitude attitude yes. Attitude of gratitude, and um, we had a friend who spent a whole month, and all they all all she did was speak of gratitude and thanking. She did. She offered no other prayer but Thanksgiving yes, for I that know. month. And you know what? There is power in this, and you can unleash that power in two words: thank you. Right. Thank you. And, you know, thank your kids who run to you when you come home from work and thank your hu- husband for loving you through the times that you're not so lovable, <laughs> you know, well, and I think and thanking, you know, your friends your, and your parents right? who love you. I mean, just there's so much we have to be thankful for. Thank you for the cop who pulled you over. <laughs> keeping you safe. You know, really, seriously, when we get upset about that, but really he's doing his job and keeping us safe. Yeah, and I think you. that's the key to um, giving up all other forms of prayer during Lent, maybe to just do prayers of Thanksgiving, because you probably smart out, start out small details. And it's kind of like, I don't have a whole lot, but it will grow. Yeah, it will grow. Right. Your gratitude, like you said, the attitude of gratitude will grow. Well, and here's the interesting thing. Most of all, we need to thank God for everything. But gratitude may not change our circumstances, but it does change us. And I think that's the key to gratitude. Our, you know, things around us are going to remain the same, but we're going to look at it differently. Mm. And that's going to change us. Love that. I love that. I, yeah, I hadn't I, thought of that part yet. So, so far we've got our first one is sac- offer a sacrifice of praise. praise. So change, do our, go into prayer, prayers, and, then, and prayers of thanks. And then thirdly, I, mine is to challenge yourself to speak only language of hope. Okay, so give me some ideas of word, verbiage that's hope. Well, you know, first of all, it, it, eliminating words like no, never, I can't, doesn't the work. The negative words. The negative. That's the first step. And I think it, you know, thinking of speaking only a language of hope really is very personal because it means different things to different people. Uh-huh. So um, um, this could be curse words too. Absolutely. You know, and I was um, listening to somebody the other day, a priest talking the other day in a homily and he said, thank God that, thank you God that, you know, he doesn't honor all the times that people curse. Mm. you know oh no kidding you know thank you no know, kidding that so yeah that's so but, true you know but uh, language but of hope turn just that be around affirming people yeah you know being that being that source of um positive language and going out and praying for and looking and asking in prayer to see that person who needs affirmation because maybe someone's really struggling but they're very you know they keep it all inside and they're really to the world, they show this, I've got it all in control, but maybe they don't. And the Holy Spirit can nudge our hearts to that person that they need a word of kindness or affirmation that you wouldn't see just to your human eyes. Right. And for some people, you know, I, I've been in relationships where, you know, instead of being the positive one, I'm the realist. And, uh-huh. and I'm thinking I'm being a realist and maybe it comes off negative. Instead, be the one that's positive. Challenge yourself to be the one who's speaking words of affirmation, words I, of hope. And I think you kind of hit on something there, Chris, with um, being the realist. Because sometimes when, because I'm a realist too, mm-hmm. and sometimes I can get too negative. Like, you know, we talked about this the other day. My husband will come to me and say, "Oh, let's do this." I'm like, "No, no, that's you know, I'm thinking that's all what, the work. Not gonna work. It's not going to work. <laughs> I got all this work to do to do with that." And then I think, no, I need to be open to what he has to say and kind of sit down and have a conversation about it, and maybe something will come out and being open to that, yes. you know, and, yeah. and affirming him. Well, that's I'm glad you're thinking about our family vacation. You know, mm-hmm. let's see what we can do. Yeah, yeah. So, be, but be I don't a, know if I can do the national park thing. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to do that too. <laughs> 
the same. It's so funny. We're both going through that. Well, okay, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's also, um, so that's speaking a language, being a person who speaks a language of hope. Then the next one is fill your mind with media that makes you peaceful and joyful. And that may mean getting rid of some of the media that you're used well, to Well, and I think this is really um, a buzz a lot. A lot of people with the things, the climate right now on the social media being so antagonistic and mm-hmm. provocative, a lot of people are kind of tired of that, um, that this is this is kind of like refreshing. Well, and speaking of being but, negative and provocative, music can be that way too. So not what, only what we see, but what we hear. You know, I think of classical music. They've actually done studies on how classical music can change us physically, interiorly, and, and give us a sense of physical peace even. My go-to is songs of um, praise and worship. There you go. I love listening to Christian music. It always puts me in a good mood. Mm-hmm. I can be in the worst mood and turn that on the radio, radio in the car, and I'm like, lifted. It is just, it's amazing. It's amazing how the Holy Spirit can work through worship. Well, and and music engages our whole mind, too. Our emotions, our thoughts, everything. So I think that's why it's so soothing and kind of almost like medicinal for our for our mind. Sure, our certainly. And you know, um, for one things. of the things you talked about the other day was changing our news sources. You know, listen to yeah. Raymond Arroyo. Iowa Catholic Radio right. people. E-W-T-N. The one week challenge. We challenge you to listen to only Iowa Catholic Radio for a week. We have had people who have had huge mind uh, shifts in the way they think and stuff by listening to Iowa well, Catholic or, Radio. Well, or, you know what, I do it for Lent. Give yes. up give up any other talk radio, but maybe Iowa Catholic Radio just yes. for Lent. That's, there you go. Yes. That's a great make it a Make it the go-to station Watch for you. Watch those fun television shows. Andy yeah. Griffith, Turn on Happy Days, those funny ones that really this make is you us. feel good. <laughs> yes, that's right. And then lastly, we've got one more, Sacrifice Beads. St. Therese Sacrifice Beads. Yes, they're 10 beads, and as you make, you keep, keep, keep them in your pocket, and it's only known to you and God, and throughout the day as you make a sacrifice, you, you do one of these things, because they can be sacrifices. Pull a bead, and at the end of the day, you have an tally, an accountability for yourself. Yeah, maybe challenge yourself to pull five beads or all ten beads in yes, a day. Yes, yes. Start, or take baby steps if yes, you need to. Yes, at baby steps. That's that's something that I've definitely had to learn over the yes, years. Yes, me so. too. Yes. Well, those those are our ways that we're daring you to be different this Lent. Wisdom of Women. Proverbs thirty one twenty six. She opens her mouth in wisdom. Kindly instruction is on her tongue. Well, this comes from Philippians chapter four, verses eight and nine. And it says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice. And the peace of God will be with you. Amen. 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 I used to say that to my kids when they'd say, whatever. I'd say that verse. <laughs> wow, that's an amazing verse for you to say. Oh, I said them. about two of okay, two. You okay, know, I couldn't get it all. I tried to memorize it. Well, we're grateful for the support of Fred Haas Law Officers. We, offices. <laughs> talking about things. Um, Mr. Haas is an experienced Iowa attorney. We've sat down and we've had lunch with him. He's very much t- puts counselor into his role. He does give great wisdom and he cares about the integrity of the person. He has over 35 years of legal expertise and he helps people who are have had experience of personal injury. Mr. Haas understands the suffering of a personal injury um, and I think his Catholic pl- faith probably has Absolutely influences does. in that. He's located in Des Moines, 515-256-6301, com. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. Well, the Iowa Catholic Rosary is coming up next here yes. at 9.30. Thank Wrapping you for listening. We ask that you consider us for and make a possibly a tax-deductible donation to Iowa Catholic Radio as we continue to 
teach, evangelize, and defend our Catholic faith. Should we close in prayer? Yes, and I want to just say, we'll see you at the conference That's this right. weekend. That's Got right, plug in. <laughs> in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord Jesus, we ask you as Lent approaches to open our hearts and our minds to what you ask of us. Help us to walk more deeply with you, more closely with you, as we go through this period of time of renewal for ourselves and becoming deeper in love with you, Lord. Show us your path. We ask this in your name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you. Today's Catholic Women. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m., and 94.5 f.m. And on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Iowa Catholic Radio. Radio.